Life Audio. You're listening to the Million Praying Moms podcast, where we're dedicated to helping moms pray God's word for their children in the areas they need it most. I'm your host, Brooke McLaughlin. Over the last decade, I've helped over 75,000 moms make prayer a priority for their families. My mission is to help you do the same. Prayer is not a last resort. It's our first and best response to the challenges of parenting, a partnership for the hearts of our children that God invites us into. Today's devotion and prayer is taken from my book, Praying for Boys, Asking God for the Things They Need Most. If you'd like to learn more about it or get a downloadable prayer guide to help you follow along with this month's prayers, visit today's show notes at millionprayingmoms.com. After this short word from our sponsors, we'll pray God's word for our sons. Proverbs 30 verse 8 says, Keep falsehood and lies far from me. Unfortunately, we live in a world where difficulties, abuse, and even betrayal happens on a daily basis. This Bible verse is perfect to pray for your children and yourself. Having walked through her own story of betrayal, author Jennifer Lynn Heck knows firsthand the importance of this prayer. She writes about it in her book, Walking Victoriously Through a Fiery Furnace, available on Amazon. In the book, she shares what can happen when we become vulnerable and how God enables us to victoriously overcome. Walking Victoriously Through a Fiery Furnace is written as the story of Victoria Grace, a young woman born with a crippling physical disability who experiences betrayal but overcomes and receives the healing only God can give. It's designed with beautiful, full-color pages, and Bible passages are creatively interwoven into the story. Discover how you and your family can use what Jennifer calls the word-activated response strategy in prayer to defeat Satan's deception and attacks and receive hope and encouragement in your own fiery trials. Get your copy of Walking Victoriously Through a Fiery Furnace now on Amazon. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Matthew 20, 20-21. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee came up to Jesus with her sons, and kneeling before him, she asked him for something. And he said to her, What do you want? She said to him, Say that these two sons of mine are to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your kingdom. My husband has a servant's heart. It's his gift. During the first trimester of both of my pregnancies, when I was so sick I couldn't keep up with the house, he did it all for me. He never asked what I needed. He never complained or whined. He just did what needed to be done. I often joke with people and say he had no idea what to do with me, so he just took care of everything else. A servant's heart is a great trait for a man to have. I hope it passes on to my sons. As a mom, I want nothing but the best for my boys, so every day my husband and I make decisions that are designed with their best in mind. 
We hope to see them make wise decisions so they'll have the best life possible. It's a common desire for moms and a pure one, but sometimes we take it too far. Consider the passage I just read from Matthew. In the few chapters before Matthew 20, we find Jesus teaching the disciples about the true meaning of greatness. The jury's out about whether they really knew who Jesus was at that point, but they did know that there was something special about him. So special, in fact, that they had given up their lives to follow him. It was only natural for them to ask him questions, and in true Jesus form, he told them stories illustrating the answers to their questions and challenged them to look at life differently. And then in Matthew 20, 21, the mother of the sons of Zebedee asked Jesus for a specific favor for her sons to be the favored ones. Commentaries seem to indicate that this mother was one of the women who attended Jesus during his earthly ministry. It's possible that she may have thought her service to him so valuable that he couldn't and wouldn't deny her whatever she asked. In her, I find a similar heart for my sons. Every day I ask Jesus to find them, to save them, and to set their feet upon solid ground. I want them to live their lives as close to him as possible, following hard after his commands and seeking his presence. I think that was this woman's heart too. She was a simple mom who wanted the best for her boys, but she really didn't know what she was asking for. Jesus told her as much in the next verse when he said, you do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I'm to drink? Our hearts tell us we need to be the greatest that our boys need to be the greatest. But Jesus says the greatest shall be the least. Think about Matthew 20, 25 through 26. It says, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them and their great ones exercise authority over them. It shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant. One practical way we have illustrated this in our home over the years is by actually making the first the last. I doubt there's a mom alive who hasn't had to deal with a case of the me firsts. So when one of my boys begs to be first, he's automatically last. We're also trying to help our boys serve others by making the effort ourselves. When a police officer was shot and killed a few years ago on the campus of Virginia Tech, where I went to school, we baked cookies and made cards for each batch that read, thank you for protecting me. And we snuck around after dark, delivering them to all of the police officers we could think of who lived near our home. Our boys thought they were superheroes sleuthing around the neighborhood, and the way I see it, they were superheroes serving true heroes who give up so much to keep us safe. We don't have to serve others, but Jesus did. And he said, if we want to be first, we'll need to be last. My prayer is that my boys will inherit a lifestyle of serving and not shun hard work that brings glory to God, because a life of service to others is truly the most rewarding. Let's pray for our sons. Father, thank you for serving us with your very life. May we not be afraid to do the same thing. Father, make my sons your servants, servants of the Lord Jesus Christ. May they follow you, and where you are, may they be also. May they be like Moses, faithful in all your house as a servant. May they not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting their opponents with gentleness. May my son not use his freedom to satisfy his sinful nature, but instead use his freedom to serve others in love. May he use his spiritual gifts to serve others as a good steward of your grace. And when he serves, may it be wholeheartedly as if he were serving you, Lord, and not men. In Jesus' name, amen. 
If you love praying together with us on the Million Praying Moms podcast, consider supporting the show with a $5 monthly donation through Patreon. When you join, you automatically receive a new downloadable scripture-inspired prayer calendar for your child every month. Learn more in today's show notes at millionprayingmoms.com. Till next time, friends, the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look with favor on you and give you peace. Is life feeling chaotic? I get it. I'm Rachel Wojo, host of the Untangling Life podcast. Don't miss the passionate encouragement and faith-based resources you need to help you clear your head and calm your heart. As Shell says, it feels like Rachel always knows what I need to hear. She keeps it real and is so humble. Her podcast is just the cherry on top. Enjoy Untangling Life with Rachel Wojo on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast app now.